This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, this Sunday, the Skirl of the Pipes will fill the Otkin once more for St Andrew's Day celebrations. This annual celebration of Dunedin's Scottish heritage presented by the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. On the line now to talk more about it, Simon Vere, you'll know, of course, as co-host of Kilts and Kiwi here on ORFM. Um, Morena, good to have you with us, Simon. Kia ora, Jeff. Yep. Um, yep. Lucky last show. Oh, no, I think we've got another one after this, haven't we? We do a sort of wrap-up show. We've got one this morning and then uh, in a couple of weeks' time with Kilts and Kiwi. Yeah, yeah um, no doubt. Yeah, we'll go for Sunday, Jeff. Um, always, always um, in the last few years, it's either there's always something to worry about whether the event's going to happen, whether it be um, the big sea or, or the or the Dunedin weather, but um, it seems like it's going to play its part again uh, this Sunday. It's a, fi- oh, it's, a not, it's a dry day. And not too windy, so that's that's the main thing. It's not exactly warm, but there'll be plenty of uh, activities and things for people to get into to uh, warm them up. I'm sure. Well, indeed, some of those are physical activities too. We can run through a little bit of what's what's planned. But you know, um, you know, Simon, the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society puts a lot of effort every year into this annual celebration. Why is it so important that we maintain these connections? Do you think? Um, I guess it's. At my level, it was really, and it's just something that's always bubbling away, is to, you know, for for artists and musicians to collaborate and work together. And, and there is this connection we have from the, the 1800s when 40,000 Scots came into the South Island over that sort of 30, 40 year period. So I guess there's that. That's the, the guts of it, I guess, the, the basis of, of, of everything. And, and obviously from that, Dunedin has has that very uh has a lot of Scottishness within it, whether it be physical, mental, you know, the whole thing, I guess. Yeah. The, the society um coordinates a number of events through the year, but this one is really, you know, the one that's aimed at the whole family, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um and there's not many events that that can do that and also, you know, that, that there's a lot of stuff we provide for free, you know, there's a lot of free samplings and food and, and, and drink to try and um and obviously activities um, again for all ages. So, you know, like for example, the performers we have, we've got about 120 performers over the day, and I think the youngest would be five or six, and then the oldest would be you know 70 or 80 sort of thing in that that sort of ballpark, and and that sort of show, highlights you know the um, you know what's available to people and and to give them you know all ages can sort of get involved and be uh, entertained. Well, let's run through the programme a little bit. It all gets underway at 10 o'clock with the opening, of course, the City of Dunedin Pipe Band. That's a great way to start. Yep, yep. So they, they kick off um, and uh, new people involved this year, so it'll be interesting to see what, they've, what they're bringing out. Um, they start up on the, uh, on the upper lawn. We have the, um, the octagon, the central carriageway is all blocked off, so we've got the whole use of the lawn and the lower octagon, but it's mainly in the upper octagon that we use with the stalls sort of spreading down onto the uh, lower octagon. But yeah, yeah, the pipe band, they start up on the lawn, they play, and then they, they come into the octagon, into the carriageway and perform. And each each uh, performer has about 15, 15 minutes that they uh, run for. So again, it just gives people a taste, you know, because there's, you know, obviously, yes, some people love the pipes and other people don't. <laughs> just like the, like the ukulele and the, and the, uh, and the banjo, it has its part, I guess, the musical uh, 
Oh, the city, w- the yeah. city would be nowhere without the skill of the pipes um, um, uh, coming across at some stage uh, through the year, um, whether it's organised like this or random, which sometimes happens as well. We've got performances from plenty of uh, wonderful acts you've mentioned, and you know we've got Dunedin Harmony Chorus and uh, Mick Cat Gut and Steel for this performance. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, with uh, Mike and Anna. Yep, yep, and the group. Yep, and the Dunedin Gaelic Society. Uh, nice to have a connection there. Well, unfortunately, no, that's, that's not going to happen. Um, there's been a few a few things that have changed in the last few days that, um, uh, uh, you know, not, um, I think Alison's not well, so that, that's um, someone. And, and Ian Sita, who is our Haggis ceremonialist, has um, just recovered from COVID. So, you know, there's still a lot of that sort of going on I'm... in the community. So, um, yeah, yeah. And then you're talking about the pipes. We've added a, it's a reasonably informal thing, but the, the, the society's got its own set of pipes. And also we're inviting various pipers. Um, we've got pipers from, obviously, the Dunedin City Pipe Band and also the John McElashen Pipe Band and a couple of solo pipers. There's actually a guy, Brendan Fairburn, coming up from um, Hokanui, who's an excellent uh, bag pipist. But we're doing a, a thing that public can get a have a go at, and um, it's called the Big Blow-Off. And um, <laughs> as, 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 the, as the day goes, we've got a decibel meter and people are... Invited, and you can play your bagpipes, or you can't. You can have a go and see who, who's the loudest. There'll be so many people who are curious about the the pipes, whether they like them or not. They'll be curious as to how it actually all works. And great that uh, these give a go, have you know, have a go things are, are always part of the St Andrew's Day celebrations you put on. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And it's sort of obviously being limited a bit, but in recent years, and obviously cancelled last year, but. Um, yeah, we try and think of things that you can do, and there's a whole junior Highland Games set up on the upper lawn from about 10:30, running throughout the day, where kids only aimed at the young kids. And then uh, we tried the. We've oh, about three or four years ago, we found out that the society only sets what's called stones of manhood. Um, they're huge lifting stones. Um, the, the, the heaviest is 140 kilos. This they're Omaru stone. They're beautiful, beautiful things, Jeff. Very hard to get hold of. They're quite smooth. But quite challenging. The lightest is about 90. And we did some uh, lifting a couple of years ago, and the public just, it just, so many people wanted to try. So uh, basically, it's a demonstration um, where you lift up the stones onto barrels, onto wine barrels. And um, so we've gone out <laughs> with, uh, on advice of some of the um, strong, strong men around us. And strong women, the strong people, I guess I should say. Um, we've been up Logan Park and grabbed some sort of rocks. Stones that are you know not as heavy that people can have a go with and try and lift. They're welcome to try the 90 kilo. Um, a few got it up a little bit. There's a lot of technique involved, but anyway, that, that's one that was quite surprising, and we're sort of developing that. We've got a couple of lifters coming through. Um, uh, Danny Devine from Kurao, who's a regular participant in the Hororata strong, strong lifting games, and a local lad Tanaru who's uh, out of the Tiger Boys, who's just sort of taken up the strong, the lifting events. But, um, yeah, so they'll be there to demonstrate and also to help people have a go. And we'll probably do a timed lift this time to give the guys a bit of a challenge to see who can be the quickest. There's six, six stones. All right, well, if you want to give that a go, you might want to tighten the truss before you get along there, just make sure everything's yeah, kept yeah, in place. Yeah, a little bit of health and safety <laughs> worries, but there was no problem the last couple of times we've done it. So it's around 1 o'clock when that kicks in. Um, it wouldn't be St Andrew's Day celebrations without haggis, of course, and of course, uh, it's something we always look forward to—the haggis pie eating competition. 
Yep, yep. We have um, um, who ate all the pies. Steve, who ate all the pies, has got a haggis pie that he's um, developed over the years, and it, 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 they're for sale as well. Um, and yeah, the pie competition—that's that's just a have a go. There, there, there's a, um, a, 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 a trophy for that, and uh, I, I believe there's a time on it for the fastest eater. Um, I've done that about three times now. That's uh, Blackie out of uh, Mosgiel. It's a memorial trophy. He um, used to make uh, haggis pies back in the day and um, past Greece well, a few years back now but um, we've got a trophy there for the winner um, and also we do the haggis ceremony with Ian Sita who's a, a, a master haggis ceremonialist he's, uh, he's dramatic and um, and it's a great performance and uh, that, that, that's coming on that's about 12.30 and uh, yeah and of course from that the haggis people can try haggis so we let them yeah and it's uh, Nairn's we have men's crackers, oat cakes that they can have the uh, haggis on. So, oh, and it'll be, it'll be we do a, a few free, free things like that. We've got Haraways give us a whole lot of um, porridge, and we make OD pancakes up with various toppings that people can try. And um, this year, for the first time, we've brought in with uh, Pablo and uh, Evansdale cheese, um, which is available with the um, the men's um, oat cakes as well. So they're, they're, they're things that people can just try. And there's no charge on that, and the society sort of runs that side. But there are also a lot of food stalls and the like. We try and get them into a Scottish theme, and there are a lot of Scottish food items available now, and uh, a few general things, drinks and the like, yeah. And about 20 to 2, the uh, another regular event on the St Andrew's Day celebration, the Haraway's Speed Porridge Eating Contest. Have you ever had a go at that one, Simon? No, but I'm, I'm sort of tempted, but I don't think it's sort of right that I should. But... Um, <laughs> Huron Gold has, has won it, I think, four times out of five, and we're trying to find some challenges for him. I, I've been talking to a few of the lifting uh, fraternity, and they seem pretty keen. So we've scheduled that now after the lifting, so they can do that and then uh, give it a go and try and challenge him. But he's he's uh, pretty untouchable in the speed part. It's, it's, it's a big bowl, Jeff. It, it's, it's sort of like two, three times what you'd normally eat. Um, we have these glass bowls so people can see the action. While well, it's going down, and it's used with a regular spoon, so you 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 shuffle it. You, you, I don't know what the word is. You you you're bunging it in. I don't know as quickly as you can. And um, this year, as a, as a side for a lot of these events, these the lifting, the pie eating, and the like, we've um, got the impresaurus comedic um, improvisers coming along to do commentary and to sort of provide a little bit more. I don't know entertainment around these activities. Well, um, we look forward to hearing more about this, of course, uh, when Kilts and Kiwi comes on air just after the awesome morning show here at 9.30 this morning. Yeah. So Simon and the team will be taking a little bit more through what's uh, what's planned for the day. And yet, yeah, Simon, you mentioned you know, it's a family-friendly event and the young ones get catered for too. The wonderful storyteller Ali Simpson will be up uh, on the upper lawn in the gazebo there to, to tell Celtic yep. Yep. tales for the young. Um, so, um, yeah, there's every and reason... And the Highland Games activities, they've got all the mini, like the mini cabers, the mini stones, just to give kids an idea of the... It's quite a, a, a huge um, group of people around. Well, there, there's a circuit of activities around um, New Zealand with these strong-person Highland Games sort of events. So it'll be nice to have, for Dunedin to have one around this sort of time. So that's something we're working away on.
in the background. Well, it's going to be a fantastic event. St Andrew's Day celebrations in the Octagon this coming Sunday. Everything gets underway from 10 o'clock. You could spend a good part of the day there through into the mid-afternoon uh, yeah, with Simon and all the rest yeah. of them. Um, and as I say, uh, stay tuned here on ORFM because Kilts and Kiwi up from 9.30 and Simon and the team will be back then. So we look forward to welcoming you back to the awesome morning show studio in about an hour's time, Simon. Yeah, great. Cheers, Jeff. Cheers. <laughs> This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.